Hello, welcome to Cajun Conspiracy Speculation with your hosts, Paul and Danny. We're going to be talking to you about conspiracy theories that entangle the local area, the national areas, and the universe in itself. People believe that we are in a simulated reality. Whole-ass robots to go out into like zero gravity, but we can't go underwater. The hell, we could be fake, you know? Welcome to Cajun Conspiracy Speculation. Today, we have Mr. Boggs again. Hey, Paul, how's it going? It's going, dude. How's your week been? Oh, it's been great. Just uh, glad to be here again. Again, two weeks. I know, two weeks in a row. Look at that. It's like a a marathon, the Boggs Marathon. Right. So uh, today I am talking about mysterious disappearances that correlate with the national park systems. What do you know about the national parks? Um, is that where Bigfoot is? Yeah, I mean, supposedly. Um, I want to go to some. You've never been to any? No, no, no. You ever been to Kasachi? Yes, I have. I guess that counts. I guess that counts. Yeah. It does. Okay. I don't know if Bigfoot's there, though. I don't think so. No. No. I've been there a lot as a kid. I think I would have saw him. Maybe. Maybe. Unless the theory of him phasing in and out of the fucking system, you know, parallel. Maybe we just can't see him. Like, we can't perceive him. Maybe. Or if we do, it's just blurry photos. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, But yeah, today I'm talking about. People who disappear, sometimes reappearing, um, in national parks. And basically, the national parks in itself, it's over 25,000 tracts of land. Um, and that's over half a million square miles of forest. Wow. That's national parks. Now, when, when you think about that, that is fucking huge. That is very huge. So that's what she said. And it's impossible <laughs> to say that people wouldn't be lost, right? Because, I mean, it's a big amount of land. There's, you know, places to disappear. Right. But these ones are very odd and how they disappeared as to why I decided to talk about them. Because it's not just like, oh, they fucking went on a hike and never came back. Yeah. Just went up, went up a mountain just... Yeah, that that's for the news. Right. These are conspiracies, man. So, uh, back in 1946, we're starting it off back in the day. Way back. There was a girl that disappeared in a place called the Devil's Den State Park. And it's a park in Arkansas where it's claimed several lives over the years. So, people have... Hence the name, maybe? Potentially. Yeah. I mean... I think they just call it that. But I mean, that's a perfect name that disappeared. It'd be I, sinister yeah. to call it that yeah. for sure. Um, and it's it's kind of funky because she got lost from her family's campsite that they were at. And she wasn't found for six days. So six days in that area is like a death sentence. Yeah, you could easily die if you, you can't find no food or water. Yeah, Easily, easily. But they searched for her and searched for her. Over the six days, you know, they were looking everywhere. They found her. And she was in a cave. She walked out of the cave calmly and said, here I am. Calmly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she just straight up was like, oh, here I am. How old is she? Uh, She was six. 
Okay, gone for each day, each year. I, I figured, you know, if I got found, I'd go running. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, she was just like, here I am, like very monotone, like no issues. In the devil's den. In the devil's den. She got, she in got a cave. It sounds like she's possessed. Maybe. She could have been. Yeah. I'd be surprised to see where she's at. Now. I'd be scared of my child if my child just said, here I am, and just so, walked out calmly. It's kind of funny you say that because there was a recent thing going on where a kid got lost um, and they found him, but it's not the same kid. But they thought it was. I mean, the pictures of this kid from like what he looks like and then what he looks like after he's been found is like someone with like mad PTSD. Like this kid looks completely oh, different. Oh, so you're not saying he wasn't him? He just wasn't the same. Yeah. Um. Well, people think that it's not him. Oh. Yeah, they think that it's not the kid. Just a, a some other kid. Just some other kid that looks pretty fucking close, but not him. Wow. Like oddly close, like ginger hair, even like both had it. They both had ginger hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just one of those funky things. I don't know. Could have lost a lot of weight and just didn't look like him at all. Maybe. <sighs> dude, this dude, this kid looked really weird. I So I far, don't I don't want to go to the Devil's Den. No, no. I don't want to go any of these park systems. Um, <laughs> another one is in Vermont in the Green Mountain National Forest. Uh, there is something called the Bennington Monster. And it's similar to Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Um, and again in 1946, because, you know, sounds like the years that people will go missing. Um, an 18-year-old uh, student named Paula Weldon, she was going for a hike. Uh, that's what she told her roommate. Um, and she was like, hey, if I don't come back, you know, send someone probably. You know, just like the the thing you say when you go on like a hike, you know, you tell people where you're going, what you're doing, when you'll be back. Yeah. If I'm not seen in so many days. Yeah. 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 Contact um, and she went out, oddly enough, with clothing that was like regular, like you're walking down the street clothing, not like you're hiking clothing. So like sneakers, jeans, jacket, like nothing crazy. So the roommate thought that was kind of funky. Um, and it took hundreds of people to go out and search for this gal. And they could not find her at all at any point in time. So she just went hiking and just nothing. In the casual clothing? In the casual clothing. And they have not found her since. And that's 1946. Just gone. Not like body found, nothing. Just gone. Said so, where did you say this was? Vermont? Or? Yeah, Vermont. Uh, Green Mountain National Forest. And did she did she tell anyone where she was going before? Like just a roommate. No no specifics, just that she's just gonna go out there. I'm gonna go on a hike. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh but um, there was several witnesses that say they saw her hiking past them. Um, but no one reported her returning back from the mountain. Wow. Yeah. She could have, uh, she could have either just died out there and no one found them or could. It could. Um but the odd thing is is that four other 
disappearances between 1945 and 1950 also happened there. And it made people call it the Bennington Triangle because of the locations where they all disappeared, mm. made like a triangle. Uh, and people believe it has to do with like supernatural. It's always a triangle, man. It's always a triangle. Yeah. Triangles are bad. Yeah, apparently. Um, and then, yeah, so people think that it's the potential of a Sasquatch that caught her, <laughs> but there's like no evidence of anything other than that. Sasquatch, so. yeah, Sasquatch got her and just adopted her in as Could his have. own. I mean, I would, <laughs> I would take that. I suppose Maybe. you know, have a nice little fucking Sasquatch dad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these, uh, these national parks. Yeah, national parks, man. They're sketchy. Uh, in 1928, this is called the case of the honeymooners. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bessie and Glenn Hyde, they were celebrating their wedding at the Grand Canyon. They decided to go uh, white water boating. Um, and if they would have accomplished it, Bessie, the female, would have been the first female ever to completely cross the Grand Canyon yeah. in a boat, oddly enough. She didn't? No, no. Uh, so, oddly enough, people passed their boat, and they said that the way she looked is she kind of wanted to turn around and go back, and the husband was like, nah, dude, we're, we're fucking going out. We're doing this. And, and the reason, too, is because they would have been able to go on, like, lecture tours and all this stuff to... To make money off of it from her being the first one to ever do it. Um, but the thing is, is that the boat itself was found later with nothing there. So all their stuff was perfectly intact in the boat. All of their stuff. Not a single thing was touched. None of their supplies, rations, nothing. So it didn't even look like the boat got flipped or nothing? No. Just... No, it didn't even look like it got flipped. There was just no sign of them. Um, and they've never been found since. And people believe that one killed the other and assumed another identity. Whoa. Okay. Um, why? Why, why? Why? Why would they do that? That's... I don't know. I You, you got me. That's kind of uh, freaky. All I know is that there's two people disappearing uh, and all their stuff was totally intact. I've always wanted to go whitewater rafting too. Well, Kinda. I wouldn't. <laughs> I have to think about it now. I know. I know. Um, another odd one, 1952, a two-year-old disappeared in Oregon at the Umatilla National Park. Um, he was found less than a day later. So it wasn't that, you know, oh, he's gone. But the weird part is... He was found 12 miles away from where he disappeared. Two-year-old. 12, two mile, 12 miles mm -hmm. away. And in order to get to that distance, he would have had to climb several waterways and fences and go over two mountain ranges in order to get to that location 12 miles away. No, there's no way a two-year-old. A two-year-old's not going to do that. No, he, either someone picked up that child and dropped him off. The Sasquatch. Or... Bigfoot. Said so out to uh, adopt another child. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird because, I mean, the fact that he disappeared, found less than a day later, 12 miles away doing all of that. Now, I know a lot of, like, expert climbers that have difficulty doing that. Yeah. 
much less a two-year-old. Yeah. Um. No. That, I have a three-year-old, and she falls over twenty-four-seven. Yeah. And I, I don't foresee twelve it. miles of falling over might be death. Yeah. 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 I don't understand it, but it was an odd one to come up. Another fun one. 1969. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, Dennis Martin and his siblings decided to try and prank their parents, which was like a normal family thing for them to do, I guess, was to, you know, jump out, scare each other, you know, good old time. Um, but when they did, after the laughing was done from them jumping out, the kid was gone. So there was four brothers and of the four bushes, they all had like hid in four different bushes. Three popped out. One did not. They were laughing when they popped out and they, yeah. they looked around and was like, uh, yeah, where's the other guy? And never been never found been since. Found. Uh-uh. Um, and one, uh, sighting said that there was a bear man, out there that had something that looked like a small child slung over his shoulder. Um, but that is it. A bear man? Mm-hmm. Sasquatch? Bear man. Sasquatch? Sasquatch. Getting yeah, another, and that getting was at the child. Smoky Mountains National Park. So maybe the Sasquatch likes kids ad- adopting children. Maybe. But maybe the weird, weird thing about it is that they were all pretty close in proximity. Yeah. So they would have heard if, like, he was screaming or yelling or anything like that. Like and, a drug out. Yeah, and he just gone. Dunzo. No more. Maybe maybe he was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna prank the pranksters. And he thought he's gonna leave the bush and then come back later and prank them again. And then he never came and back. Then he just never came back. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> weird though. It's I don't know. It's what a know. prank. The prank's still going on till this day. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's just like Dumb and Dumber when he's like yeah. sitting in that chair for like 20 years just acting like he's all disabled and then he's like, gotcha. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day he'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one, 1971. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were out in the Arendak Forest um, and they had a cabin out in the woods. Cabin in the woods. That's always um, never a good thing. <laughs> uh, and the kid that disappeared was, you know, he grew up there. So, like, they were always vacationing there. Like, he knew the area very well. Um, basically, they went hiking, and they said, you know what? You should probably change your pants because it's about to get, like, wet when we cross this river. It was a straight shot back to the cabin to change his pants. I know. Stimulating story. (laughs) Uh, So he went back. Okay. They never found him. Never got his pants. Never got his pants. And they searched 30 square miles. Never found him. He was less than half a mile away from the cabin. Bigfoot, man. 600 people looked. That's a lot of people yeah, to look. And dogs found his scent. And like they followed his scent for miles and miles and then would lose it. And then pick it up and then lose it. He just had one job. 
Change his pants. Yeah, he just yeah. change your pants, dude. And instead, no, um, gone at the age of eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. So, out of all these ages that you've been mentioning, they're all around kind of close to the same age, right? Wasn't there one like in their tens or like? Yeah, there was one that was eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, everyone's been pretty young. Yeah. It's just kind of, I don't know, weird that. I mean, I guess it's kids, though, so... But the I guess the the nature of their disappearances is what's weird. Right. Not so much that they disappeared, but how they disappeared. I don't know. Uh, 2014, in California, um, Mike Herdman and his dog went missing in Los Padres National Forest. Uh, the dog was found alive six days later. No issues. He was found dead. Yeah. Missing his shoes, 12,000 feet and three quarters of a mile away from where he was last seen. Um, And authorities claim that it would have been nearly impossible for a shoeless man to traverse such terrain. Uh, The death was ruled an accidental fall. But how does that explain the missing shoes? Both of the shoes were gone. Yeah, both shoes were gone. I mean, you would think that if he's going to travel that far, he'd want to just take him off. What do you mean? Like, he wanted to just take him off. He would need his shoes to travel that yeah, far. Yeah, he would need his shoes. And where he was at, you wouldn't not want shoes. Yeah. And dog was fine six days later. And owner was not fine and was dead. And ironically, the man was a firefighter. So... He couldn't have been that out of shape. No, no, he should have been in shape, for sure. Yeah. Unless he bumped his head somehow. Or... I don't know. I just find it odd that he didn't have his shoes, and they never found the shoes. Hmm. Some hobo. Some hobo needed some shoes. Maybe. But all of his other stuff on him was intact. Like, still had his wallet and everything. That is weird. It is weird. They never found the shoes. Never found the shoes. Found him dead, but no shoes. Figure that one out. I know. Um, 1938, a four-year-old, <laughs> uh, Al- Alfred Belly Hearts, is on record for drowning. But it's an odd drowning because, one, the boy's body was never found, um, and two... People said that they saw a kid matching his description days after he supposedly drowned by the riverbanks. The spirit. It could be. So basically the family, you know, there was four of them. They all split up. Dad took the kid to the river. Dad lost track of the kid. Never found him again. People will say that they saw that kid after he's already been reported as drowning, even though they never found the body, as seeing that kid by the river um, sitting there. Oh, just sitting there? Just sitting there. Ominous. Did they go up to the child? I'm going to say no. I mean, from how the story is said, I would say no, because I feel like then they would have gone into the fact that they talked to him. I mean, personally, why wouldn't you? I mean, I, I would. Know. I would. If I just saw some random r- kid sitting random next four to year old just yeah. on his own, I'd be like, hey, where's your parents, you know? 
I, but I mean, it was 1938. I don't know how people were back then with like their kids, kids and shit. Men but just run around. Yeah, it is kind of funky. Hmm. Um, but yeah, dude. You know how many fucking... kids? You know how many kids drown around here in these lakes? Probably a lot. A lot. Yes. But but they don't come back out. They don't come back out, and that's the weird part. Is like, he, and the bodies are usually found too. Yeah, yeah. and nobody. Hmm. I'd be curious to see if they went back, if they would find something. Right. In in theory, uh, another dude, Carl Landers. He went out hiking 1999, um, at California Mount Shasta, which is a a pretty well-known mountain um and basically he began to walk back to base camp and in spite of him going he never was found yeah so he's at the top he's like hey i'm gonna walk back walk back gone yeah yeah and they even used uh infrared helicopters like to see because you know i mean it's cold so if you use infrared it should be easy to you would think. You would think. Um, and even U.S. Rangers never found them. In 1999. So that was 21 years ago. Nowhere. No. More than that. 24. 23. Hopefully we got better technology to be able to help find people that uh, get lost like that. I'm assuming that most of these are actual just... Flukes? Well, not really like conspiracies. Just them getting actually getting lost. Yeah. But I no, mean, some I of mean, them are pretty freaky. Um, like the... Girl coming out of the cave. Yeah, no, that one was that, that's that was weird. Yeah, was I was freaky. like, "Hello, yeah. here I am." Yeah, I'd be scared. Yeah, I'd be like, "You're not my fucking kid." No, get back in that cave. <laughs> yeah, get back in there. Yeah, but I mean, and that's that's kind of, I guess, what a conspiracy really is is just like not enough information right. filling in the gaps. Yeah. You know, um, but it is just odd that like these people in these national parks are just gone you had to choose talking about this because i really want to go camping and now i'm now you're kind of like sketched well, out. i don't really want to go hiking and stuff i just want to go camping so uh, <laughs> hopefully i won't get lost or taken by Bigfoot. maybe not <laughs> um i mean honestly though most of this stuff was in the 50s yeah 1900s really so there's i don't know um another one a two-year-old again i know nice uh, in 1957 at Yosemite National Park, um, hundreds of people searched for this kid. Had such a hard time finding him. They found him, though. They did. But somehow, he climbed 3,000 fucking feet straight up a rock face and somehow lost his fucking pants, but was 3,000 feet straight up. Not, not fucking... 12 miles away. No, 3,000 feet up. A straight up rock face. What is it with these two year olds? I don't know. And I want to know where his pants were. <laughs> but he literally had nothing wrong with him except the fact that he was slightly dehydrated when they found him. My gosh. 3,000 feet, dude. Yeah, that sounds impossible for a two year old. I mean, you got to think. 3,000 feet, that's 300 stories high. Yeah. If a story is 10 feet. Yeah, I have a two-year-old, and I can't see her ever doing something like Dude, that. Dude, mine almost falls down when she goes up a couch. Right. 
I can't even imagine 3,000 feet up a straight rock face wall. You got like, any more two-year-old stories going uh, super far away? I don't know yet. You know yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it, there, uh, there's a, another funny story about a, they didn't really disappear, but an ex of mine back in the day, she was probably, she was either two or three, kind of around the same age, mm-hmm. and she really wanted some candy. Uh, so she really wanted this candy, and she left her parents' house, snuck out the backyard, two or three years old, climbed a fence, like uh, yeah. like a an easy five-foot-tall fence, whatever, climbed this fence, went all the way over, went all the way uh, across this road, and another road to a gas station to get a piece of candy and then came back. Oh, my God. Climbed the fence and everything with with the candy. Dude, that's wild. (laughs) Could you just, like, imagine? I'm telling you, kids are bold. There's a wheel, there's a way, I guess, huh? I know. Wow. Two or three years old. That's insane. She didn't disappear, though. Well, for... Well, I mean, I I guess for not. However long it took to get to the store, she disappeared. I'm sure the family didn't even know she was gone. No, for for the moment, I don't think so. Until she came back with a piece of candy. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Oh, at the store. How'd you get there? I walked. (laughs) I could just climb the fence and came back. Dude, I I get paranoid when my daughter's quiet for too long. I couldn't imagine, like or having that much time to be able to get from her house to the store and back exactly. without me even knowing. Exactly. That's wild. Um, Mr. David Gonzalez was camping in California's National Park of San Bernardino in 2005 when he went to grab some cookies from the family's car. He never returned. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know what? And it's kind of funny because you just talked about her going to get candy yeah. from the store. But he never returned. And his body was discovered a year later, oh, man. a mile away from the campsite. I hope he at least got the cookies. It was ruled as a lion attack, a mountain lion attack, right? But he didn't have any signs of struggle with wildlife. No marks. No marks. Nothing. How, nothing. How do they make that nothing claim? showing that it was anything attacking him. How would they make that claim? Cover up. Cover up. Could it's be. It's got to be a cover up. It sounds like one. If there's no. Oh, yeah. If there's no markings. Yeah. There's no struggle of wildlife. So, what else would there be? Fucking family member hitting him over the head with a shovel, probably. Maybe. I don't know. But it's just weird that his body was found a year later, only a mile away from the camp. Almost like they didn't even look. I don't know if they did look because in the story it doesn't even mention it. All the other stories, when people look, it's been mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And who goes back to their car for cookies? Like, why? Like, did you really need them, or did you just like? Did the family just be like, "Oh yeah, you're just gonna go get cookies," and then we never saw them again? I mean, what I if you know. went went somewhere and you forgot you had cookies in the car, and you're like, "Oh, let me get these cookies real quick." I mean, I've done that. I yeah, but I mean, would you literally leave your campsite where you're at to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go get them cookies. I'm gonna go by myself. No worries, no issues. How old? How old again? It didn't say. It didn't say. No. I was gonna say if it was older, could have just been high, got some munchies. 
I mean, really needed those cookies, dude. No, maybe. I don't know if cookies would be worth the chance. I mean, if you're stoned and you really want it, then yeah, I can eat imaginary cookies if I'm stoned. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't take the chance personally. But yeah, it does that sound like a possible cover up. Yeah, I mean, a mountain lion attack. Now, who claimed the mountain lion you... attack? The, the family. Um, it was ruled as a mountain lion attack, which means that the authorities did. Hmm. Yeah, but the odd thing about it is that there's no sign of anything being wildlife as to the correlation of his death, which then brings me to why call it that? Yeah, why? If that's not what it is, because when a dude dies and they find that he has no shoes, apparently they can call that an accidental fall. But then this one, they're like, "Oh, that was a mountain lion." Yeah, and that would be mountain lion didn't do anything to him, but it was definitely that. I don't think mountain lions paw stuff to death. I'm pretty sure they. Uh, you no, know, kind no, of no. I've I've seen a little some bit of aftermath of of mountain lion attacks, yeah. and it is clear and definitive that it's a mountain lion <laughs> when it does. Uh, which is just odd. Yeah. Which is why a cover up kind of makes sense. As to why they're making the cover-up, though, is the bigger question. Yeah, that is a big question. Because, I mean, the authorities have to be tied into it somehow. Yeah. Family, possibly. Yeah. Unless their family had ties in the police department. Maybe. I'm guessing, it's, I'm guessing this was a small-ish town. San Bernardino? Is that, is that not small? No, it's not small. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, 1997, in Washington, Olympic National Park, um, a hiker named Jonathan Devine went missing. Um, and even though the hiker passed, was past 70 and the trail he was on was difficult, there's still no real reason as to why he got lost. What's weird, though, is the search died down quickly after the mysterious crash of a search-and-rescue helicopter, which killed three people and injured five others. What? Yeah, so basically this dude went missing on a trail in Olympic National Park in 1997. The search for the guy that went missing was significantly reduced after a search-and-rescue helicopter that was looking for him crashed and killed two of the five people that were oh three of the five people that no three of the eight jesus christ three of the eight people that were on it died so they were just kind of like you know what fuck that guy (laughs) we're not searching for this dude anymore he's gone and they never found him and people died in the process yeah that's very unsuccessful i would say so yeah, can I was, you just I was about to say maybe you said he was seventy. I was I was yeah. assuming maybe he had like dementia or something, and just went out there and got lost. Um, well, when they say that he's seventy, um, and the trail he was on was difficult, but they still suspected that there would be any little reason that he would get lost, which makes me think it wouldn't be dementia because if it was, then whoever knew him would be like, oh no, that that dude's got dementia. Instead, yeah. it was little suspicion, which then again, you're like, well, where the hell is he? Because they still haven't found him. 
So did they did they just lose uh, control of the aircraft? Is that why? It- yeah, the the aircraft um, was flying too low, and with it flying too low, like I guess the air, I don't know, whatever the fuck it did, it did something where it like messed up the system, and then it kind of spun out, and then killed three killed people, three people, and injured five others My looking God. for this old dude that they've still never found. Come on, guys. I know. Come on. I know. Get better at it. (laughs) Um, 1966, a 16-day search turned up no results when Mr. Larry Jeffrey went missing in Nevada's Humboldt Toyable National Forest. Um, He was wearing light clothing when he went missing. The authorities claimed that they made it nearly impossible for him to survive at night with what he was wearing. However, throughout the search, the boy exhibited signs of life, yet never turned up. Uh, one searcher even said that this dude just walked into oblivion. So basically, as they were searching for him, there was like signs of life. Like this dude was like living, you know, because he was, you know, probably like foraging and doing all that. Um, and then they could never find him. And ever like in the 16 days that they searched for him couldn't find him and they're just like you know what this dude just walked into oblivion i think they gave up yeah they just no, gave that, up that's 100 percent. they gave up they're like oh, i'm tired um got some cookies back at the car that i can go eat yeah i'm no, just gonna leave yeah let, let me go get those cookies dude <laughs> yeah no and- i want to hear you say the name of that place again huh i want to hear you say the name of the place again no no <laughs> <laughs> i refuse um, it was a really difficult name. It sounded like it. It was not an easy name. <laughs> um, which this also shows me to the next part of my whole thing that this is happening. All right, so there's this thing called the missing four one one. All right, hundreds of strange disappearances in the national parks. Okay. People go missing. We've all heard it. It happens. But this dude is like, there's shit behind it. Like, straight up. So, in his things, in his research of the thousands of people that have gone missing, there's a list of things that, in his search, was found. As in, statistical data that he put together that seemed kind of off. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a few of them was that the search dogs behave strangely. Oftentimes, they're not able to pick up scents like they normally could. Um, Or in other instances, they'll be uh, begin tracking, like the person, only to stop and lay down and do nothing. Um, And cadaver dogs are often unable to even locate corpses out in national parks. Which is their fucking job. Right. Um, and have totally big issues with doing it. So, specifically national parks, they, yeah. they for some reason have a, a trouble of picking up a scent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just an odd, odd thing. Okay, yeah. um, other things in instances where people have gone missing is that the body 
is found in an area that was already been searched. And that happens more often than not, oddly enough. Like they either overlooked it or someone just went back and placed placed the body. Yeah, Yeah. so um, (laughs) basically in many instances, the missing people appear in a location that had been thoroughly searched by dozens, if not hundreds of times. Um, And it's not uncommon for a deceased person to surface on a main trail that is utilized by hikers on a daily basis. It's kind of trippy. Yeah, so they'll go missing, they'll be dead, and then just appear on a daily hiking trail that people hike every day. Sounds like they didn't just... Just die? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe fucking zombies or something. Zombies? Or someone just went back and placed them there. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? Oh, they already searched there. That's where I'm going to put the body so they don't look again. They don't look again until yeah. so often, so, mm-hmm. so so long later, whatever. Another odd one is that most people that have gone missing, and obviously these are more like missing and then turning up dead, um, but they travel uphill instead of downhill. So most of the people that are found uh, dead usually are uphill and not downhill. Which is just another odd statistic. So the people that are, you said the people that are found mm-hmm. and not dead? No, the people that are found dead are uphill. Are usually uphill and not downhill. Which, honestly, I would go uphill over downhill to see where the hell I'm at. Yeah, so that makes sense as to why they went uphill. Yeah, as to how they died, though, half of it's kind of confusing. Yeah. Um, Another one is that usually it's weather-related. So shortly after someone goes missing, um, the forecast in the national parks will go fucking sideways. So literally it'll be like, oh, this dude disappeared. Next day, fucking sideways rain, blizzards, fucking storms, fog, all of it. Like, the day after someone fucking disappears. Someone's like, Mother Nature's like, ah, I'm gonna get another one. Well, I mean, the government does control the weather, so, oh, I mean... I think they're just knocking people off in National Could be. In National Maybe forest. they're all trying to protect Bigfoot, dude. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. But it is odd, though, that the weather would change significantly the next day after a disappearance. That is weird. I agree. I mean, I would think that near a lot of national forests, like around here, you know, the weather's pretty crazy sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, but... But not like... I mean, if you're looking at the statistical data he put, the fact that it's the day after each of them, it's yeah. it's odd. I don't know. I don't know what it could be, but it's not normal, or is? I don't know. Um, another thing is that most of the people are missing clothes. it's odd um but it's kind of not odd so a lot of people that are missing their clothes um they've actually found the clothes sometimes folded neatly yeah with paradoxal undressing Um, um which is basically why they can't explain why people would 
undress in the temperatures that they're at, but they do right. it. Yeah. Well, I now, think... I don't know if you remember, but on a podcast about the Wendigo, yeah. there's something called the Wendigo fever where uh, they make people like get really hot flashes and then their legs start burning and they got to run towards the forest. And when they're running towards the forest, they strip down uh, and go out to where the Wendigo is and never come back. It's okay. called Wendigo fever. Maybe that's kind of tied into it. It could be. I was thinking, like, you know, if if I if I was going to strip down in the woods, the only reason why I think I would is, let's say I got soaked, soaking wet. Yeah. I just need to dry off my clothes. So I, like, take it off, hang them up, maybe build a fire. Not leave them, though. Yeah, not leave them. Or neatly fold them. Who gives a were shit? They, were they found nearby their clothes? Or their clothes just somewhere? Just sometimes they were, the clothes were just found randomly neatly folded sometimes the clothes are just never even found um i could foresee myself using some of my clothing for you know making a fire or yeah kind of you know like a a a way to survive the environment other than wearing it Mm -hmm. uh outside of that though people commonly showing up without their clothes and the clothes just never being found is kind of odd yeah that's weird that it's a common thing yeah it wouldn't be as weird if it just happened you know randomly randomly or every just every so often um also there is high amounts of crashes in these national parks when they're searching for people like the helicopter yeah like the helicopter um especially planes and apparently, while they're searching for people, there's an abnormally high rate of these things happening. Is it is it because that there's more stuff in the air searching for these people, and that brings up the odds of an accident happening? Maybe I don't think that's what it is. No, I really don't. But it could be, but I don't think so. It doesn't. It doesn't correlate. Hmm. Because, I mean, if you've got one helicopter a mile away and another helicopter and another mile away, so there's three, and they're all a mile away from each other, they're not going to affect each other. So, as to why the statistic of them crashing is higher there, I don't know. Bigfoot just don't want to be found. Bigfoot just wants kids. (laughs) (laughs) Just wants to uh, and to be kids. left alone. Yeah. Be left alone. He's going to throw rocks at your aircraft. Control yeah. the weather. Get you away from his adopted children. Yeah. Um. Another funky thing is that there are extreme ends of the intellectual scale of people that have gone missing. What do you mean? So, like, on one end... You've got doctors, psychiatrists, physicists that have just gone and never come back, disappeared, middle of nowhere. And then you've got, like, kids that reappear and are fine. So they've just noticed that, like, the more intellectually smart you are, the higher chances of you fucking disappearing in this place. Disappearing and dying. Yeah, I honestly think it has more to do with when you 
when you look at it, like a lot of people, doctors, all that stuff, they're smart. Yeah. But they're not that street smart. Yeah, they're not that street smart. They're a lot more book smart. Maybe they don't get out too much. You know, usually the green that they deal with is like on the back nine, not the forest. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm just thinking like. Sure, they might be smart, but they're probably stupid when it comes to, like, survival. Right. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just that's just it in a nutshell, really. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Oddly enough, people with German ancestry seem to disappear at higher rates than anyone else. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's literally all the information on that one. But I guess... When you look at people that have disappeared in all of their ancestry, German is like the highest rate on it. Why Germans? I don't know. Because they, maybe they believe in that stuff more. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Bigfoot's a Jewish person out for revenge and wants to create. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I don't know. Just trying um, to tie it all to Bigfoot somehow. Another thing, too, is that the bodies are usually found near a body of water. Not necessarily in a body of water, but near a body of water. So, like, maybe they washed up or maybe they just got whacked and fucking body just ended up being right there. Yeah, got whacked and then dropped in a body of water. Washed up on shore. Yeah. Another thing, too, is that people, like, prior to them disappearing, will state, and family and friends will state that the victim or the person that disappeared will have informed the family that they were feeling ill or weary. So, prior to these people's disappearances, statistically speaking, people will be like, oh, dude, I don't feel good, I'm tired. And then the next day, bam, fucking gone. Wendigo fever. Yeah, I I'm mean. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, that makes it sense. It all lines up. <laughs> it's just like a big fucking arrow, and it's going straight to Wendigo. <laughs> I'm telling you. Everybody um, go back and listen to that episode. And then I guess the odd thing is that people last in line. So... You know, if you've got four people hiking, the last person in the hiking, like, people are generally the ones that disappear higher than the other ones. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people don't want to be in the back yeah. when it comes to hiking. Yeah. Kind of I mean, want to be in the middle. That's fair. Um, and, and to ultimately wrap this whole fucking thing up in, in ultimately the, the big picture of the whole thing is the fact that there is a map of disappearances in all of these national parks right big map and there is a secondary map that shows cave systems in national parks now if you look at literally if you take both maps and you overlap them where people have disappeared and where these cave systems are and put one on top of the other, it's almost identical. Really? Yeah. 
Okay, that's yeah. That's Bigfoot. I don't know if it's Bigfoot. No. I no, I don't know. Was the Devil's Den that that was, was that a cave? Arkansas. Or, yeah. I mean, she was in a cave and was found, but I mean, I don't know. But ultimately, you know, you've got the cave systems and where people disappear. Also, the cave systems. It's just odd that that's where they're primarily disappearing from. What if in the cave systems is where some of these people... Like their bodies? Are. The the ones that, you know, might not have been found. Could be. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a fair argument. I would like to look at those cave systems. I I mean, if if they overlap like that, I mean... Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's... look into that. It's a very peculiar overlap. Like, it's not like, oh, you know, coincidence, here's a couple. No, it's like almost an identical fucking thing of where people have disappeared and the cave systems are. Might not be a coincidence. I don't, th- I don't think it is necessarily. I think there's something behind it. Someone needs to check out those, ca- those caves. I will not. <laughs> I won't someone either. Someone no, should. Yeah, someone. <laughs> yeah, not a listener either. No, 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 no. We need not you guys. Yeah. Uh. But someone should definitely, definitely look more into that for sure. But I just, ultimately, the the whole topic, the reason I brought this up was just because I saw that picture and like how you can overlap them and it and it looks you know identical almost. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's crazy that these people just disappear mm-hmm. sometimes without a trace and never found. And then it's just like, why aren't more people looking into the fact that there's these cave systems that could easily hold people probably? Yeah. Or they were like, you know what? There's a cave. I should go hide out there while I get warm and whatever. And then the Wendigo and sign was like, hey, bitch, it's your time, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, that's sketchy. That's definitely conspiracy worthy. I think so. Mm. I think so. I think, you know. There's always going to be disappearances. Things are always going to be odd. But the ones that I brought up today, I think are just a little more odd than like a normal everyday. Like, oh, you know, the dude went missing for three days and they found the body and blah, blah, blah. This is more like, hey, this dude went missing. A year later, he shows up. No cookies in hand. <laughs> no cookies in hand. I know those damn cookies, man. No it's a shoes. conspiracy. Close all folders. Eating animal crackers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucked up. Uh, anyway, that's my half of this. So, what do you got, Mister Boggs? Um, I got a. Well, I kind of got two stories. I'm gonna try to tie them together, I, even though they're completely different. Um, one is just going to be some of the theories behind Amelia Earhart and some of her disappearances. I Uh, heard she disappeared once. Yeah, me too. Never found again. (laughs) Um, did you know that you can actually fall from the sky, uh, like from the atmosphere, you could fall from it? Yeah. But only once. Only once? You die? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't want to be that person. 
<laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I've seen the video of someone like like ballooning all the way up to the atmosphere and sky jumping down. I could be wrong though. Yeah, Red Bull. Yeah. 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 Uh he didn't die though. No. But he also had like stuff to prevent him from dying. Right, that's true. One gal actually got sucked out of an airplane um while in flight. Like someone opened up the fucking emergency door or whatever. Uh, it was, she was a flight attendant. She got sucked out of that bitch, flew down like thousands of feet, uh, but miraculously landed in such a way that her body bounced in snow and then bounced again. Oh, my gosh. And she fucking survived with little to no damage. What a freaking story to tell. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's fucking balls right there, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's insane. I know. All right. Um, Amelia Earhart. In June 1st, 1937, Earhart uh, set off her mission to become the first person ever to fly around the world. Eventually, uh, on July 2nd, her and her partner, Fred Noonan, uh, had disappeared. Um, A massive search for the pair was conducted, but was never found. Um, she was declared dead uh, on January 5th, 1939. There's a few theories behind, you know, how she uh, she disappeared. One of them, of, of course, is the most likely one. Either she, you know, they crashed in the water yeah. and just sunk. And uh, But, was, but you know... where her disappearance was? Wasn't that over Bermuda? Um... From what I'm reading, it doesn't say. Because um, I've heard people say that that's where she disappeared was over, like, the Bermuda Triangle. I do not know that. It does say some of the islands on here. So maybe if one of these islands are around that area, maybe. Uh, let's see. One of the theories is the, I might butcher this word, Nico Nicomaro Row Landing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say that. You want to say that again? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> um, so it, it's a it's a theory that they both ended up on an uninhabited patch of land, formerly known as Gardner Island, um, and now known as that other word I just said. It's a part of the Phoenix Islands of Carabeta. Does that sound like Carabeta? Yeah. Is that like the Caribbean? Carabeta. K i r i b a t i. I'm gonna. Fucking Google. I don't know if that's part of Bermuda or not. Um, um, but it's it's theorized that they uh, they ran out of fuel and um, they were ha- had to crash. They sank and then they ended up uh, going to this island and I guess just dying as, as castaways because um, at that point they would have lost their communication stuff. You know, they would have just been stranded there it is nowhere near bermuda nowhere near no okay so it's not bermuda it's kind of in the middle of fucking nowhere is it yeah but they... between australia and mexico well that's apparently where she disappeared at least what huh. they think um but the the navy and coast guard uh went searching and they found no floating debris no oil slicks and had uh, six multi-million dollar high-tech searches of the ocean's bottom 
uh, around the Howl uh, Howland uh, area uh, over the past 22 years and have found nothing. 22 years. That's uh, not surprising. No? No. I mean, if you think about it, the ocean is fucking huge. Oh, yeah. And it's very deep. And moderately deep. Moderately? Moderately. I mean, the deepest part of the ocean is only six miles. Isn't it, like, deeper than we even know, though? I'm sure there's deeper areas, yeah. Um, But ultimately, like, the ocean is just so vast that I'd imagine no matter how much you searched, unless you knew, like, an exact spot, it'd probably be pretty difficult to to find it. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another theory that... uh she was captured and taken prisoner by the Japanese. Um, a photo was discovered in the National Archives that depicts a woman who resembles Earhart, Earhart's sitting on a, a dock in the Marshall Islands near a man who resembles their navigator, Noonan. The discovery of the photograph helps, uh, helps the theory that Earhart and Noonan didn't crash at all but instead landed on the Marshall Islands where they were taken prisoner by the Japanese. And then just, like, never fucking released or anything? Uh, yes. And... That's bold of the Japanese to steal our Amelia. (laughs) Give her back. Yeah, we want her back. We want to know what happened. But, uh, there's another theory about the whole Japanese, uh, taking her captive or whatever. That she, uh, she was taken... Uh, by the Japanese, and then later found and rescued by the U.S. forces, and then secretly um, assumed a new identity of Irene Bolam, a simple little housewife. That is very oddly specific. It is very specific, but, but also Ms. not Amelia's style, dude. No, I don't think this is what happened. She didn't at just all. go from a world traveler. To fucking, oh, some random-ass housewife in some location. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's not a random-ass housewife. Miss Bolam got word of this theory, and she filed a lawsuit denying the claims. To make money? Maybe. I mean, if the shoe fits, I guess. So maybe she was just getting too much, you know. Attention? Attention, news reporters. Seems like... Even more attention by making a lawsuit out of it. Or maybe it is Earhart, and she's like, oh my gosh, they know I need to file a lawsuit. Do they have a picture <laughs> of her? Um, I do not see one. Well, there goes that theory. Yeah, I do not think that's her. In uh, 2015, uh, the New Dimensions blog um, publicized... I blogs. <laughs> you love blogs? I do. They can talk about anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, just like the dude that traveled back in time yeah. in the blog. Exactly. Yeah. Now, this story is a little out there, uh, of course. Um, publicized the Hollow Earth magazine. Uh, this blog did. Posted that Earhart... I keep on saying her name wrong. I know. Earhart. It's Earhart. Earhart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, Miss Earhart. Uh, was saved by beings called Agarthans. Uh, who live in a civilization inside the Earth. Sound plausible yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> the blog states that the Agarthans use teleportation technology to help the aviator before she hit the ocean. 
which is why her plane was never found. Though it's unclear unclear if this is a genuinely held belief. <laughs> um, I don't hold that belief at all. No, you don't. Maybe <laughs> maybe she's over there with the lizard people, just dude hanging out in hollow the, earth. The earth to be hollow mm-hmm. makes no sense. No, it's really maybe, awesome. It's a really awesome theory, though. Maybe spots. You it's know, a really cool theory, though. It it is a cool theory. Mm-hmm. That I have no way, no, no way of believing, of believing it. Well, <laughs> I I would like to talk about it uh, again another time, some point, because I don't believe it either. But it's interesting. The Hollow Earth. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think there's definitely like patches. I'd imagine you know there's there's been times where they've seen like underground rivers and things and yeah. underwater or under the earth. Yeah, like stuff like that. But I don't. Do you believe that, that we're the whole Earth is hollow? Do you believe that we've been truly notified of what's in the center of Antarctica? No, no, no. I think that's a secret. That for some reasons a secret. Probably I, because there's something out there that we shouldn't see. Hollow Earth. <laughs> hollow Earth is a hard one for me to believe. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, could you imagine if but the there Earth was hollow? That... Like, what would make the earth not collapse in on itself from gravity itself i have no idea yeah i'd have to read more into the whole unless there's like an internal theory. pressure that was equalizing the pressure from gravity yeah maybe there's like multiple sources of magnetism pushing and pulling could be i have no idea but i doubt it yeah but it's cool it'd be a cool apparently idea apparently there's a theory that hitler's down there too <laughs> <laughs> dude somehow always appears in everything right, right right but uh yeah i don't really have a lot to talk about amelia Earhart, except for that i thought it was cool the whole hollow earth theory um because there's a lot of there's a lot of mysterious stuff that apparently happens down there yeah and um that amelia Earhart would go down there by teleporting i don't think so um no now there's one more uh topic now this i did a terrible job at tying this into it but uh there's this uh a boy and he is he belongs to a group a druze ethnic group in the golan heights region near syrian and the israel border um this boy he uh he has a red a long red birthmark on the back of his head and was and he claims that in his past life was murdered by with an axe. All right. Four years ago, this boy is three and he's making these claims. Um. So he's a three-year-old that says I got murdered by an axe in his past life. Huh. Yeah, a three-year-old that says that, and he believes his birthmark is related to his past life deaths. Um. When when he was old enough to talk, uh, I'm assuming three. Yeah. Uh, um, he told his family about this, and I'm assuming that they probably think he's a little, a little nuts, and yeah. but it might be just rambling on about mm-hmm. this over and over, and eventually they're like, okay, okay, let's humor you. Yeah. Um, but the the kid would um he knew of the village where he was from, and he also remembered his past life's name. Now, oddly enough, in this article, 
He does not state the name or the name of the boy. Okay. Which is kind of weird, unless they just didn't want to... Like, make people bug them or something? Yeah, maybe. Um, But, so they... The Daru's... I might be saying their name wrong. The uh, D-R-U-Z-E. Mm-hmm. Elders uh, took the child to the home of his previous life. Um, and to see if he, you know, remembers more or whatever. Yeah. And um, he was... He, his claim is that he is the reincarnation of a guy that went missing missing four years before. Now he's three, so that's one year before. Yeah, his uh his birth. Um, he also remembered the full name of the killer as well. Now, when they when they went to this place, they uh, uh they went to the very spot to where this kid says the body was bur- buried. And upon reaching the spot, they discovered a skeleton. Oh, shit. They discovered a skeleton. And it was also wounded in the exact spot of his birthmark. What? And they found the murder weapon nearby, an axe. No shit. Yes. Dude, that's fucking weird. Yep. This kid, this three-year-old, completely predicted this as though it really happened. Now, um, what the fuck? when when confronting this supposed killer, the uh, the man turned white and refused to admit the murder. Shocker. Yeah. Um, but later on, with all this stuff going on, the kid, you know, having yeah. a blow to his head, everyone obviously convinced at this point. Um, the killer had no option but to admit to the crime. Fuck. Yeah. Where? So this, where was this in relation to? Well, it's, I think it said uh, somewhere around Israel. Dude, it, that's so weird. Like, mm. it's very convincing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, to me, this is when it comes to reincarnation. This story is yeah. pretty convincing. I just wish I knew the kid's name. I want to know their names. Just. To make it more convincing to me. Um, I don't know. That's pretty convincing to me. Yeah, I mean, it, well, name would make it more convincing because then you could look up the kid's yeah, name look or whatever. Further into it. Yeah, but um, but yeah, if this is a true story, then um, man, maybe reincarnation's a thing. Now I have a birthmark on my ass. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, got killed by ass eaters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know, dude. That's very convincing, though. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of like throwing me for a loop a bit. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, and for him to be born a year after, as yeah. well. I don't know. That's just to me. That's an insane story. Um, the fact that he identified all of that. Yeah, he, he at three. At three. At three. It was very specific. He knew the location. He knew the village. He knew this person's name. He knew the person that got killed's name. So he's killer. probably a lot more articulate for a three-year-old than like a normal three-year-old. Right. Weird. Maybe. I guess. Well, I'd imagine because my daughter is like three yeah. and says Gabby Cat all the time and <laughs> goofy little things. But I would never imagine her being like, by the way, father, <laughs> I was murdered. This kid is fully awakened. Yeah. No, but. Well, because I mean, so in theory, like. People believe with reincarnation that in your early time as a child, uh, you remember that past life 
and it goes away over time, right? So I'm just thinking that maybe this one held on a bit more, and he was just like, really, I'm still 40 in a three-year-old's body. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Weird. It, that's very weird, and I don't know. It's, I, just the whole birthmark on the head matching the yeah the, the blow to the skull. That's... I suppose That's the only crazy. thing that would throw me off from the entire thing outside of me hearing it and being like, oh, this is totally real, is what you said with, like, no information outside of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I could come up with a really cool story. Right. And, and that's why I... not say anything about anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it says the entire story has been documented by the... Ger- by in German therapist Trutz Harado's book Children Who Have Lived Before Reincarnation Today. So if anyone wants to look into it a little bit more, you can look up that book. Um, and it, I think it goes into a little bit more detail. That's wild, though. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine, like, I don't know, just like, oh, yeah, hey. No, it's hard to imagine reincarnation in general. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a little bit far for me, but it could have something to do with the Wendigo. <laughs> How right? so? I'm, okay, because, you know, <laughs> the only way to get Wendigo psychosis, okay. right? Because that's a thing, is to be in a community where you believe in that thing. Okay. So the only way to get Wendigo psychosis is if you truly believe in that thing. So the only way to be reincarnated is to believe is in it. to believe in it? In okay. theory. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe the other guy wasn't uh, full belief of it, and yeah. then was was just born like, again. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But wow. either way, that's wild. It's a very wild story. Um, so it's almost like he disappeared and then reappeared as yeah. a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I'm gonna come back and get revenge on this dude. He thought he got right. away with it. Instead of a malevolent spirit, it's like right. a kid that's like, you know what? I remember that shit down the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get him. Right? Yeah. Dude, those are dope stories. I like them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, That's about all I got, man. All right. Well, I mean, we've definitely uh put in the work on today's episode of Disappearances. Just before we go, I'd like to thank you again for showing up to support this podcast with your presence no no problem um another thing too is we are looking at starting a patreon um so if anyone has any ideas of what they would like to see slash receive um as being a subscribe member in a patreon arc please let us know uh otherwise we have some ideas um that you guys might like otherwise um like us on Facebook, follow us there, share us to everyone. I'd also like to have a quick shout out to all of you that have been listening to us in all these other countries because we've got a lot going on. So we've actually got listeners in Canada, the United Kingdom, um, freaking Norway, Sweden, uh, Mexico, uh, and of course the U.S. Um, But we just wanted to say thank you all to all the people out there uh, supporting us that you know you've been listening since like almost day one so yep. and it just gets bigger the more that we all share together so uh just wanted to say thank you 
for your support. So, anywho, uh, that's it for us today. We'll be back next week with another crazy topic. Uh, But y'all have a good one, and we will see you on the flip side. Peace. Bye.